This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. December 7th, 9-11. Now January 6th, a day that will live in infamy. And hero or villain... He captured the video of Capitol rioter Ashley Babbitt getting shot to death. Those people that say you yourself were one of the rioters. Then, the great American sick out. Look who's got COVID now. She tested positive for COVID. And how the COVID tidal wave is forcing businesses to shut down until their workers recover. Plus, wicked return. This software engineer became a Broadway star. Because there was no one else to take the role. Then, Barbie doll 911. Some of my toys are missing. My Barbie? I think the band is soda. Plus, the bull. Yup, he really is in a china shop. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. One year ago, the nation watched in horror as rioters stormed the U.S. Capitol, threatening the lives of the vice president and top leadership in Congress. And today, President Biden declared the threat to American democracy has not ended, saying that date, January 6th, has now joined December 7th and 9-11 as dates of infamy in American history. Here's how the nation marked the anniversary of the attack on the Capitol. Even a year later, the images remain stunning. A pitched battle at the seat of democracy. Today, America remembered that unprecedented time. Something very horrible happened a year ago. We all remember where we were that day. This sad event was all sparked by the lies of a president about an election he lost. Networks broke into programming as President Biden addressed the nation from Statuary Hall, which a year ago was breached by the rioters. He did not mention Donald Trump by name, but he launched his strongest attack on his predecessor to date. His bruised ego matters more to him than our democracy or our constitution. He can't accept he lost. The president of the United States delivering an extremely powerful, very, very significant speech. From his home in Mar-a-Lago, Trump fired back. Biden used my name today to try to further divide America. This political theater is all just a distraction for the fact Biden has completely and totally failed. We spoke with Tony DeCopel, co-host of CBS Mornings. That is, I think, a calculated and specific effort to get under the former president's skin. I pledge allegiance to the flag 
The Pledge of Allegiance marked the somber anniversary on the floor of the House of Representatives, followed by a moment of silence. The only Republican member of the House present was Lone Wolf Congresswoman Liz Cheney. She was joined by her father, former Vice President Dick Cheney. It's important to just keep front and center what happened here. Uh, you know, fellow Americans of ours uh, breached that building behind me, breached not one but two chambers of Congress, and then were engaged in hand-to-hand -hand combat with law enforcement. The president also expressed a hope shared by so many. I'm praying that we'll never have another day like we had a year ago today. Seven deaths were linked to the January 6th attack, including that of Air Force veteran Ashley Babbitt, who was shot as she tried to break through an interior passageway inside the Capitol. That moment was captured on video by a man who says he was inside the Capitol as a journalist. Lisa Guerrero reports there is some dispute about that. It's the shocking video of Capitol rioter Ashley Babbitt getting shot and killed by a police officer as she tried to break down a barricaded door that led to the House of Representatives. The video was taken by 27-year-old John Sullivan, who sees himself as a heroic journalist doing his job and recording history as it happened. If I chose not to go that day, none of that footage would have been uh, shown to the public. We might have never even seen Ashley Babbitt gotten shot. But authorities don't see it that way. They have charged Sullivan with civil disorder and unlawful entry. What is your response to those people that say you yourself were one of the rioters? I was not there uh, to instigate, to riot, or any of, any of the above. They make me into this violent person, this uh, criminal that I'm not. But is there a smoking gun that suggests Sullivan wasn't just there as a working journalist? Was he really there as another insurrectionist? Let's go! Let's burn the you could be heard on your own camera instigating the rioters. Anything I said was to protect myself. Anything I said was to keep myself from being uh, basically beat up by Trump supporters. I'm driving right now, but I am I'm like really heated. Ashley Babbitt, an Air Force veteran, has been embraced by the far right as a martyr. The person that shot Ashley Babbitt, boom, right through the head, just boom. There was no reason for that. Ashley Babbitt was a female who was 5'2", weighed 125 pounds soaking wet and had no weapon, might have suggested that she wasn't a threat. And the Capitol Hill police officer who shot her says he was forced to go into hiding for several months following death threats. He only emerged in public last August in this interview with NBC anchor Lester Holt. Do you want to tell us who you are? Uh, my name is Michael Byrd. I'm a lieutenant for the United States Capitol Police. Bird says he opened fire only as a last resort after rioters failed to comply with his commands. She was posing a threat to United States House of Representatives. Bird has been cleared of wrongdoing by the Justice Department. One key piece of evidence, the video shot by Sullivan. I was going there to tell that story of these people who are so-called patriots are actually terrorists trying to destroy our, our country and our democracy. John Sullivan's been released on several conditions, which include being banned from social media and not attending any protest. Turning now to COVID, right now more than a half a million Americans are being diagnosed every day as the Omicron variant rages on. And that's leading to massive staff shortages in virtually every industry. 
Seems like all of us know someone with COVID right now, and Jim Murray reports that would include a number of well-known personalities. The Today Show's Hoda Kotb joins the growing list of TV personalities hit with the virus. Like many others, she tested positive for COVID. Welcome back, Steve. It's so good to have you back. Fox and Friends host Steve Ducey was back on the air today after a bout with COVID, and it sounds as if he's still recovering. It pretty much went through our whole family. I got it. My wife got it. Also his son, Fox News White House correspondent Peter Ducey, the well-known thorn in the side of the Biden administration. Add musician John Mayer to the long list. He just announced he has COVID and canceled all upcoming concerts. The Omicron surge is sparking a nationwide sick out that's affecting every aspect of life in America. Hundreds of stores and restaurants have been forced to cut back on their hours or close altogether. Restaurants are absolutely uh, in panic mode right now because they don't have enough staff to even open their restaurants on time or serve people as they would like to. Rachel Wyman owns a popular bakery in Montclair, New Jersey. She was forced to shut down when a quarter of her staff tested positive for COVID. We've just fought so hard for the last two years. We didn't close at all. And then this hits and it's just crippling. Schools are also struggling. In Miami, a staggering 1,700 teachers called in sick today. It was all hands on deck. Even the district superintendent filled in as a substitute science teacher. In Michigan, lunch ladies and school bus drivers are stepping in to supervise classes. In New Jersey, they're offering retired teachers not just their retirement pay, but then they'll pay them a salary on top of that if they're willing to come and teach in the schools. And could the sick out affect the Super Bowl next month? The NFL reportedly has a contingency plan in the unlikely event they have to move the big game out of L.A. One possible backup plan, AT&T Stadium in Texas, home of the Cowboys. The World Health Organization today said a record of nine and a half million COVID cases were reported around the world just last week. And as we've been reporting, COVID has taken its toll on Broadway. But over at Wicked, they really do believe the show must go on. And that resulted in a triumphant return for someone who thought her performing days were over. Here's Les Trent. What is a software engineer doing on Broadway in the hit show Wicked, starring as Alphaba the Witch, the lead role? Carla Stickler is a software engineer from Chicago. But the day after Christmas, she got a call. Due to the pandemic, she was needed on Broadway. The producer had no one else. Everyone else was suffering from COVID or not available. Seven days later, she found herself before a live audience here at the Gershwin Theater in the heart of Broadway. She spoke to Inside yeah. Edition digital reporter Lee Sheps. What were you thinking? Um, I was excited. I really love the thrill of being in front of thousands of people and doing something where I'm like, anything could happen. The wizard of the call to Carla was not totally random. She performed in Wicked from 2010 to 2015 before changing careers and going into tech. So how'd she do? She soared. I'm not gonna lie, I think it might have been one of the best shows I've ever done. Yeah, she nailed it. Carla Stickler hopes that her story will inspire girls everywhere to reach for their dreams. 
You know, you're only supposed to call 911 in the event of an emergency. Well, for one six-year-old little girl, a lost Barbie doll is a crisis. Here's Amber Cagliano. This little girl called 911 with an emergency. Hello, some of my toys are missing. The 911 operator asked six-year-old Addie Cooper some important questions. What toys are missing, sweetheart? My Barbies. Your and Barbies are gone? Yes. Um, my baby shark toys. Addie is quite concerned and thinks she knows who took them. I think the band stole them. Will you find them? So where was mom when Addie made the call? Where's your mommy at? She's in the shower. Here is adorable Addie today with mom Liz, who lives in Alabama. How did you know how to call 911? My mama told me to. <laughs> for emergencies only. So what really happened to Addie's toys? I kind of got rid of them. I took them to the thrift store. Mystery solved. Hello, some of my toys are missing. <laughs> Turns out mom was the bandit, but don't worry, mom bought Addie lots of new toys, including a Barbie doll. And check out this twist on a bull in a China shop. Meet the bull in a shop in China. Here he comes. An escaped bull charges into a restaurant in China, tossing this poor guy in the air. The brazen bull sure made himself at home. Rearranging some furniture before seeing himself out and leaving behind proof positive there really is such a thing as a bull in a China shop. And another wild scene out of China. An ostrich running through traffic during rush hour. The flightless bird can run up to 45 miles per hour. This guy did a pretty good job of keeping up with the commuters. And in another part of the world, it's dog versus kangaroo. A brave golden retriever named Barney goes into serious guard dog mode. After a tense 10 second face off, the giant roo realizes it's time to hippity hop to another neighborhood. And yes, that did happen in Australia, where the kangaroo population has doubled in roughly about six years. We'll be back with more after this. Next, Melania Trump auction. She's selling her famous hat for a quarter million dollars. This is like basement tacky type stuff. What her former close friend is saying today. Not surprising, but baffling. Then... The Queen's mini-me. The Queen enjoyed the splendid outfit. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life 
by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Buckingham Palace has a sense of humor and the note this little girl received is proof. She's Queen Elizabeth's biggest, littlest fan. Two-year-old Jelaine Sutherland from Kentucky likes to dress just like the 95-year-old British monarch. The floral hat, pale blue coat, brooch, dainty white gloves. She even has corgis just like the queen. Jelaine can even do the royal wave. Yeah, I hand-stitched the hat, glued the hair on, curled it. And get this, when her mom, Caitlin, sent this photo to the queen herself in England, she actually got a reply from Windsor Castle. It says the queen enjoyed um, the splendid outfit. We crown her her royal cuteness. We think your outfit is splendid, too. And coming up, a dance with a twist. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Finally today, the dance move she didn't see coming. Isn't it romantic? But what's this? The guy gets down on one knee, his partner performs her spin, and holy moly, is she in for a surprise. I think that was a yes. That's Inside Edition. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.